my name is Tori. And we're the Gulmore Gulmore Girls. Girls. (laughs) We're here to tell you stories of... Um, we got ghosts today. So I'm going to start my story and it's about a ghost hotels or ghost in hotels. So I'm going to start with the Banff Hotel. It was built in 1888 and was originally a wooden structure. It was created out of necessity with the Canadian Pacific Railway stretched westward and a high-class hotel was needed for people traveling along the route. Uh, The vice president of the CPR saw the hotel as a stop-off point and a world-class travel destination. With its breathtaking mountain scenery and natural hot springs, it it had a lot to be proud of. The major fire in 1926 completely devastated the building, and the complete re- reinstru- reconstruction was carried out. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know it was like, com- I didn't know it burned down. <laughs> yeah, me neither until I read this. <laughs> <laughs> the new con- well, you've been there. You said you stayed there. Yeah. So th- did it like have any like... Any aspects to it? That oh, I didn't like say there before the fire. I didn't say there. I thought you said you did. It was the the one in Edmonton. It was the Fairmont Hotel in Edmonton. Oh, uh, I could have sworn you said you stayed at the Banff one. Yeah, actually, we're going to Banff in Christmas. We're not going on the cruise oh. anymore. Are you staying in this hotel by any chance? No. Oh, no. Probably it's too expensive. Oh. Lame. But we're gonna visit this hotel, and it's near um Saint Louis. Or... There's a lake near it, and it always freezes over, and you can ice skate. Were you gonna say Lake Louise? Lake Louise, yeah. I only know that exists from Monopoly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lake Louise, and okay. they do like ice cast. There's like an ice castle and. Somebody does carve ice and then they stick it in the middle of the lake (laughs) and then you ice skate around it. It's actually pretty cool. Okay. Anyway, (laughs) I Uh, thought you stayed there. The new construction was loosely based on Scottish castle with towers and stone walls. Um, and well, there's a lot of things you can do on this hotel. Mostly winter stuff. Ice yeah, it's skating. a pretty snowy. Like people usually go there for like snowy. Around the lake, activities. you can hike, and I don't like to hike, but you can hike. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like. Some people walking. like to hike. <laughs> Actually, I don't think I've ever been there in the summertime. It's mostly winter. It's probably pretty. It is. Uh, you can you can ice skate. You can ski, cross country ski, dog sledding. That's something I really want to try. Is dog sledding. Really? Yeah. Would you bring Casey? Or... No. <laughs> you don't most, think Casey most of, would? Then? I think most of them use um, huskies. Yeah, they do. Or they. Yeah. Um... 
what are they what are the really shaggy like smelly ones like malamutes malam malam i don't know something maybe i'm there's wrong there's a lot of hairy ones <laughs> i think most big akita there's also a have you ever heard of akita the dog uh, maybe i don't i can't picture it though they're huge you should yeah. google it after okay uh snowshoeing snowshoeing oh god skating and got well anyways um <laughs> all the snowy ones all the snow yeah. activities all the snow um okay. and there's also a hot spring which is really nice too Ooh. have you ever been to uh, hot springs i have not oh it's really nice i'd probably be scared to go in one but Why? i mean i've heard good things um fear of water <laughs> I think if I, I think I, I I would think if I were to like try and go in one, I would just be like about to like sink down into like an undertow or, or something and, and never come out. But there'd be Honestly, like something in there it, with me. It kind of just feels like a hot tub. Mm. Have you been to a hot tub? They've been in hot tubs. Oh, okay. <laughs> but remember like yesterday when you we were talking about how much my mom and I don't like baths. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know. It feels different. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'll get in a hot tub, but it's... I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. So, the scary stuff. Secret room. So, there's a... I don't know. It just it just says the room was built with no windows or doors, which wasn't even shared with the hotel owner. So the room was only discovered after a fire broke out in 1926. Since then, apparitions are often seen roaming the hall outside this room. That is creepy. And the haunted room in 873. <laughs> Not 873 years ago. 873 years ago. The story goes that a family of three checked into room 873 years ago. Oh, just, okay. oh, that's... Oh, okay, because there's no comma. And, yeah. A father, a father, a father, a mo mother, and a little girl. One night, the man went crazy and murdered his two loved ones. We presume he took his own life after, though that seems to get glossed over after the investigation management at the Banff spring hotel refurbished the room and put it back in service but it seems the mother and the young one never really moved on guests in room 873 were greeted with violent screams in the middle of the night the startled guests would turn the lights on to find bloody handprint on the walls that would reappear after housekeeping wiped them off this room was reportedly the scene of a tragic murder of a family. Its doors has since been bricked up and made to look like the rest of the wall in the hallway. Guests have reported seeing apparitions outside this room, possibly members of the family that were reported to have been murdered here. I wonder if they're wearing like old timey clothes, if it's like obvious. Oh, they're, they're not from 
this time. Little girls. It's not just girls. Kids. As I told you before, kids. Ghost. I think it would freak me. I've never seen one, but I think it would freak me out if I seen one. I would not be able to handle, <sighs> like, the, um, like, the giggling. <laughs> like, you know, when you hear, like, a child's, like, laughter in the distance. <gasps> the g- I not handle the giggling. Yeah. If it, if it laughed. Kind of reminds me of that Shining. The two yeah. twin girls. Um, I did us. not watch that because it would be too scary for me. But that's exactly what I thought of when we were talking <laughs> about the dad going crazy yeah. and murdering his family. Come play with us. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> we should watch it. Oh, I wouldn't what? sleep for like three years if I watched that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Like, we'll stick with the real stuff. It's less scary for some reason. <laughs> okay. So the next one is The Burning Bride. Stories suggest a woman dressed in her wedding gown lost her life on the staircase. There were candles on the stairs where the bride was walking up to them when suddenly her dress caught on, on fire. Oh, okay. In the panic, she tripped and fell down the stairs, dying from a broken neck. That is the most tragic way to go. Yep. I feel like out of all of the ways you could die, that's at least two or three ways that you could die, and that would be, like, on the bottom of my list. <sighs> like, I would not want to go that way. Yeah, that would be either. so unpleasant. Well, unless it was home. unless it was fast, like unless she didn't really like get a chance to feel it, but I mean they say that, but like is that really real? I mean, do you die right away with a broken neck though? Um, I think I mean, it depends on so. if you break your neck and then fall down the stairs, or if you fall down the stairs and then break your neck. Well, she broken her neck while still caught on fire. Yeah, cause so, like. I mean, like... I think that there are some instances where, like, you could be saved, yeah. but it might be it might be that more often than not, um, breaking your neck is kind of like a kind of kind of an end game there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, many people reported seeing her ghost in a full wedding gown, often dancing in the ballroom. Guests and staff have, in some cases, witnessed the flames from her dress as she dances. Oh, that would look kind of cool. No, I don't. That know. would be interesting to see. Actually, yes, it would. And yeah. how does the fire like be? Like, is it fire or is it like? I know it's like sort of like a camouflage. Not camouflage. A mirage. Oh, what I was gonna say, Mirage. It, w- <laughs> it will probably w- it probably would look like that, um, because like I feel like she'd like flicker in and out, like the way that flames like lick around, because they, yeah. you know, like I imagine, because like if she's dancing, she's probably like twirling around and and like, you know, when you like pick up a candle and you move it and the flame doesn't go out, but it like moves. She probably looks like that. You know what I'm surprised at is she must 
is that she doesn't scream when she's i guess she's just, just dancing dance. but, she just yeah. wanted to dance that's what i would want to do technically it's her wedding day so yeah but like she's dancing alone which is not what you want to do on your wedding day so maybe she was like relieved to be away from the groom yeah or maybe she uh you know she's just happy she still can dance and unless it just looks like she's dancing and she's actually trying to like get the flames off and she's like just still burning Mm, probably because they say dancing but they don't specify how like what if she's really just like running around moving around and it looks like she's dancing (laughs) and she's just trying to like get the flame off of her i always thought that screaming would come with that but maybe not (laughs) maybe not uh Others have seen the woman in the staircase where she lost her life. Staff members have also reported strange noises coming from the bridal suite, even when the suite is vacant. Uh, The bellman, Sam McCauley, is perhaps the most popular of all the Banff Spring ghosts. Yeah, I like him. He's my favorite. He was a bellman at the hotel in the 60s to 70s. However, not much is known about how or where where he died. His spirit is said to haunt the hotel to this day. He has been known to appear in a 1960s uniform, helping guests enter locked rooms, turn on room lights, or help with carrying bags. He's often witnessed on the ninth floor. He will vanish if you try to start a conversation or attempt to tip him. I don't know. It says the apparition of a bartender had been witnessed by staff and guests alike, often informing guests that they have a drunk that they have drunk a little too much, and perhaps it's best if they go to bed. That's Can you imagine, like, a ghost shows up and it's just like, you've had too much. And you're like, no, I haven't. And then they just, like, disappear right in front of you. And you're like, oh, yes, I have. <laughs> but then it makes you think, is that really real? I would 100% be, like, you know, like, basically, like, I saw Bigfoot. Like, I'd be like... I saw them and they'd be like no you didn't I'd be like yes I did <laughs> like how I'm still convinced I saw Santa Claus when I was little and John and Charles are like no you didn't yeah I know they were trying to keep your childhood longer <laughs> no they were the ones saying that I didn't see Santa Oh, uh. <laughs> I stand by it I saw Santa he turned my TV into a fireplace. It was definitely not a hallucinogenic dream. What do you mean he turned your TV into a fireplace? Like, I got up in the middle of the night, and I walked to the living room, and there was, like, lights leading the way, like, string lights, like, hanging from the hallway that were not there when I went to bed. Like, this was part of the dream. But I, I got up, and I, I walked to the living room, and I saw the tree lit up, and I saw, you know, Santa, like, to his back to me. Yeah, he was he was bent over putting presents down, and the TV, which was black, was turned into like a white fireplace. And so then I like walked to mom and dad's room to see if it was them, like if they were out of bed and they were in bed. So then I kind of like walked to the bottom of the stairs, and I was like, I was like, was it John? Is it Charles? I'm like, it wouldn't be Charles because that was because of the age. But I was like, maybe John got up. 
yeah to uh to uh uh you know play santa for me or whatever but then i was like nah he wouldn't do that and then i went and looked at the living room again and all the toys were there just as i had seen them and there was one like unwrapped present it was a for real friends like chimpanzee yeah do you remember those for real friends no so well they're like animatronic stuffed animals so it was like a chimpanzee and it had like a banana shaped bottle and it you know it, it would like talk and and act like a chimpanzee for as much as it could but i got that for christmas and it wasn't wrapped and it was sitting on top of the presents mm-hmm. so then i was like okay well the tv's back to normal santa's gone the presents are there and i just kind of like went back to bed and then when i woke up the next morning i walked to the living room and that chimpanzee was there right where i had left it oh. in the middle of the night when i watched santa put it down who do so, you think it was? Um, like, Santa. <laughs> it okay. Was, it was Santa for sure. And then, and then I was like, oh, that's how he gets or it could in. Be your dad. Because because I always it wasn't. Uh-huh. Uh, I was like always wondering growing up. I was like, how does Santa get in though if you don't have a fireplace? Because they because they say he goes down the chimney. Okay, well, what if the chimney? doesn't lead anywhere because our chimney leads into like a crawl space in the back of the upstairs closet (laughs) and and so then i was like oh that answers everything he just makes a fireplace to come in through oh like that movie um santa claus the santa claus the tim allen one yeah yeah so yeah that was oh i never knew that you know that oh yeah Okay, so um, I definitely saw Santa. I just thought I'd let you know that. <laughs> Never knew that. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, you were saying. Um. So these are some of the stories <laughs> from people that have stayed there. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, once or twice I stay at the at this hotel when I was there for about three months ago. Oh, when I was there about three months ago, I saw this girl and a and a lady walking in the hallway. And when I looked at them again, they were not there. Also at night in the hall, it was about one thirty a.m. I heard a man laughing, and then it just stopped. It was pretty creepy, but I always love oh, going there. I hate everything about what you just said. <laughs> it I is just, a place to I just go. felt the fear, like, run down my back. <laughs> we should wake up in the middle of the night when we go to the hotel. Well, not no. this hotel, but a different hotel. <laughs> we should walk around the lobby in the hallway. Uh, I, I don't want to do that sounds so if, spooky. I don't know if it's haunted. I don't think so, but you'll have to Google that one. We'll get there, and they'll be like, "Can we check you in?" And we'll be like, "Can you please confirm the amount of dead ghosts who are just <laughs> roaming the lobby right now?" <sighs> it seems like a. It seems like it could be because I don't know how old the hotel is, though. But probably old enough for there to be a ghost. I, I mean, like I, like I was telling you before, I'm pretty sure that there is no square inch of earth left that is safe from having been the, yeah. the site of, of some deceased person or animal at some point in this life. Not with the amount of people who have existed in the world. Yeah, that is true. 
Yeah, especially not anywhere that's habitated, like where we live. Like, obviously, there's other people here, and there have been people here before us. Like, there's nowhere that we're going to go that is close to our home that is not some someone's burial ground. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, so she heard a man laugh, and I hated it, and you were saying... Oh, um... She just says that she just likes going there, but she thinks the halls are long and creepy. <laughs> they probably are. I think that's a very fair assessment. Uh, this one's Julie Davis. Stayed at this hotel in 2006. Knew nothing about ghosts, tales, but woke up while laying on, on the bed and having an afternoon nap when the room felt cold and something grabbed my foot. Not experienced anything like this before or since. Foot grabbing. Not, if anything grabs my foot while we're in the hotel, I will scream so loud. You will not have, I have a any thing, warning. I have a thing where I like to tuck all sides in because that's what I'm scared of is having my foot grabbed. Or like oh something God. crawling under <laughs> something crawling underneath the blanket yeah. and then See, like, I'm, see, like, for me, if I'm under a blanket, I'm completely safe. No monster can touch me. I will be fine. Not until but... they crawl underneath their blanket. <laughs> <sighs> and then they'll eat you. No, they won't. But... If they eat me, then I don't have to feel the fear anymore. <laughs> That's true. Oh, that is creepy. Oh, this one with the fireplace. One time, or we stayed at the Banff Spring Hotel many times. One time had a room with a fireplace. And on the return trip for that room, or asked for that room, and were told no rooms with fireplaces. I have our pics taken in front of that fireplace, but was told there was no room with a fireplace. A ghost room. It's not really mm. scary, but... It's kind of weird. It's interesting, though, because, like, how how would they have... Like, I mean, realistically, could could they just be, like, cashing in on the idea that it was a ghost room? Or is the person working there just like, oh, we don't have any rooms with fireplaces? Yeah. Because, I mean, <laughs> I'm going to go with ghost room just because it's way more interesting. But it's also possible that it was a newbie working the desk who genuinely thought that they didn't have any rooms with fireplaces in them. I think, I think, well, maybe. <sighs> this one's from Bella. I was just at a Fairmont a couple of days ago. I don't think that's the right hotel, but we went for supper at Costello's. After our family and I were taking pictures in the hall outside of the restaurant during this, I had felt something tugging on my dress, but no one was behind me, and it was not possible for it to be stuck there. So I don't know if this could have been a ghost, but I thought it was pretty cool. Well, not really, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like anything. Tugging or... I don't know if cool would be my response. I don't like anything tugging or touching me when I don't know who's touching me. I would like to uh, be asked first. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. If I don't give my consent, do not do it. 
Um, so the next hotel that I have is called the Hotel Chelsea. At the Chelsea, the also the Chelsea Hotel or the or the Chelsea, I guess. It's a hotel in Manhattan, New York City, built between 1883 and 1885. The 250-unit hotel is located at 222 West 23rd Street between 7th and 8th Avenue in the neighborhood of Chelsea. Built between 1883 and 1885 and owned for oh, open for initial occupation in 1884. The 12 story red brick built that is now the Hotel Chelsea was one of the city's first private apartment. Um, I think it's still an apartment actually, but. So, like, not really a hotel? Well, like some was, people. Is some it people, like. Have you watched Only Murders in the Building? No. Oh, I was. So, um, the building is kind of like an apartment situation, but it seems like that kind of thing where it's like it's like a really old building and you're you're pretty like like you're pretty elite for living there kind of thing. Oh. It's on Disney Plus. You'd like it. I'm Selena Gomez watch is it. in it. Selena Gomez is in it. They just made season two. I haven't watched season two yet. Oh, though. it's a show. Yeah, 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 it's a show. I thought it was a movie. You would like it. Um but like when you do watch it, because like the kind of building that it is, you'll you might if if it is the same kind of thing, you might, you'll get what I'm talking about. Yeah. Okay. Or what I'm thinking of. I don't know if it's the same thing though, since you don't know for sure. <laughs> uh, one of the things in the hotel Chelsea was known for was its lack of rules and utter disregard of inhibition inhibitions inhibitions yeah that's the word among guests and residents alike nothing was considered remotely shameful here so folks flocked to this place with wild abandon during the 70s sex workers frequented the floor first floor while famed sex parties or sex party queen miss Pelagia hostly or hosted her monthly one leg up, gathering there for more than a decade, inviting celebrity guests, residents, and even the hotel managers to join in the erotic fun. They only stopped having, or they only stopped happening there in 2011, and after new management took over. Hmm. Isn't that fun? Sex parties. Woo. Oh, uh, according to the reports of several mediums and paranormal, the Chelsea Hotel housed survivors from the 1912 sinking of the Titanic. Mary was one of the survivors. She has lost her husband when he sank with the Titanic. Mary became distraught, depressed, and was never able to adjust to her to life after Titanic. She hung herself in her room on the fifth floor. Mary is most often found at the west of the building where the archway is in that hallway where the original large apartment entryway would have been. Mary is checking herself in the mirror. She is referred to as the vain ghost. One thing to remember, Mary does not like to be bothered by the living, so if you do see her, do not expect any welcoming words or gestures. Mary perceives the living as an annoyance little wonder that she gave Michael imp- 
temporally a sign that she he was not wanted in her ghostly space. Hmm. Oh, I think it's <laughs> <for> Casey. <laughs> no, <laughs> she's uh, she's sleeping. Maybe she saw a ghost. Yeah, I think she would bark. <laughs> she, that is one good be... thing about having pets is there probably won't be ghosts in your house because then you'll they'll know. Catch them. Well, literally, catch like... them, they'll just stare. <laughs> literally, <sighs> the other day, Ellie was just like sitting on the couch or the coffee table or whatever she was sitting on and like staring past me, and and like the only thing behind me was the wall, and I was like, "What? Uh, what you looking at there?" She See, and then are... she, and then she, she just kind of like looked at me, and then looked back at it, and then she like started to go toward it, and Billy's like, "Go get it," and I was like, "Oh, they might actually be a ghost." Oh, things like that make makes it creepy. Yeah, but but I don't know. She seemed ready to take it on. So, <laughs> <sighs> okay. And then the next story is then there is Nadia, the severed hand ghost. Ten years after Mary made her made her faith in the in 1922, the New York Times reported on a young woman in her 20s who flung herself out of the window facing 23rd Street and meeting her death on the sidewalk. Before her fatal plunge, Nadia had placed her right hand in the middle of a huge industrial scissors used to cut bolts of cloth. You close the scissors and cut off her right hand. The main or the pain was more than she expected. Therefore, she threw herself out the window. Oh crap! I How did they really know that that's the reason why she threw herself out the window? Because like, if she's on like some sort of like I don't I don't know for sure her reason for doing it right, but like I mean, if she's on like a psychotic break or something, then like she's on so much adrenaline to cut her own hand off, she probably didn't even notice the pain. But Nadia's self-immolation I don't know that word was understandable. <laughs> Nadia was <laughs> I don't know. Nadia had grown up in the hotel Chelsea, the the spoiled daughter of a wealthy sink silk merchant whose family lived in a posh suite of rooms in the Chelsea Hotel. Nadia was an artist, but her plans to pursue her artistic vision was cut short when she met a handsome and rogue dandy songwriter and ran away to get married when both were still in their teens. Within a few years, Nadia's handsome husband had slipped into alcoholism and she had two young children and her husband to contend with. Nadia returned to the Chelsea Hotel and pleaded with her wealthy father to return to the Chelsea Hotel. They had nowhere to go, and her husband was of no use at all. Nadia's father, father, <laughs> father, <laughs> Sorry. father, yeah, still enraged, enraged. <laughs> oh God, I can't talk. That Nadia had left his household to many drunken songwriters and then immediately had two children without any means of supporting them. He let Nadia and the family return to the Chelsea Hotel, but there was one condition. Nadia was was responsible for all the housework and cleaning, as well as bringing in peace, peace 
work sewing to add to the household income and also had to hand wash her mother's under things Mm -hmm. uh life became too much for nadia she still tried to carve out a few minutes of her art but it was impossible nadia's hands were becoming ruined from the never-ending housework hence on the moonless night nadia cut off her right hand and left her tragic existence it is on moonless night that Nadia can be seen fitting outside the window of the upper floors of the Chelsea Hotel, her long hair and wispy white gown flowing behind her. She wants to come back to the Chelsea Hotel, but she cannot find her way back inside the hotel. And then there's Larry the hipster ghost. He never stops talking. He likes to tell stories. He's annoying to the other ghosts because he won't shut up. <laughs> I just added that. <laughs> do you think they're all friends? Like, no. do you think they have, like, ghost meetings? I think some... I don't know. Some ghosts, I think they don't even know there's other ghosts. But maybe, like... Or they're just, like, living in the... You know, like, they're, they're they're just living their everyday life, not knowing if there's other ghosts there, maybe. Like, they might not really know that they're dead either, right? Yeah. One of my favorite games is Thimbleweed Park. And it um it has an aspect to it where there's, there's a hotel. And there are ghosts in the hotel. Oh. And it's not really, like, the focus on the game itself. Like, there's a mystery. And it's, like, it's kind of a stupid game. But it's, like, really fun. Um, but, like, the ghosts. Um, it, it, there's, like, a family that yeah. like um kind of ruled the town and there's like this pillow factory that's abandoned but they also like the hotels in their name and they have a mansion and everything and so you have to figure out what was like uncle chuck's secret or whatever like the secret of the pillow factory and then um the one character is the dad of another character mm-hmm. and the brother of Uncle Chuck, and he ends up going to the hotel. And it's kind of a spoiler, but he becomes a ghost in the hotel. And then because he's a ghost in the hotel, he can meet the other ghosts that are haunting the hotel, and they all have different jobs. Like the one has to make it so that way um, nobody can get in or out of the hotel, so he spins the door really fast. And oh. then the, the girl has to, like, watch the elevator to make sure that nobody can go up to the penthouse. So if you try and pick the penthouse button, she'll zap the keypad and, like, make it so that way you can't – that it, it, it defaults to a different floor, so you can't go up there. And then you have to, like, figure out ways to, like, do those things anyway. Oh, but that's he's a yeah, he's a, he turns into a ghost. So like they're all ghosts and they're conspiring together, but they're only doing it because one ghost is like the leader of the other ghosts kind of against their will and uh, he sort of is like not giving them an option not to. What is this called again? Thimbleweed Park. It's it's like a point and click kind of adventure game. So like you find random things and pick them up and everything's like oh. kind of a puzzle. So it's like you have to like go to this place, pick up this thing, go over here, apply it here, go here, pick up this thing, uh, you know, use this thing with this thing to make this thing like that kind of thing. I never heard of that before. I've got it on my switch 
It's really fun. It's really stupid, though. I'm going to play it next time I see you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can. I never. It's kind of like you probably just like started, though. Oh, you wouldn't I really mean... be able to. I don't think you could finish it in one day unless it's like the only thing you do. And I, I'm not very good at like the games, so like I usually look up like what to do next on Google <laughs> and just try and copy. Uh, don't worry, that's what I do when I play Sims. I look for yeah. how much money I can get. Yeah, what code can I use? But how I'll literally money? be like, I'll look up walkthroughs and like try and find people who like figured it out, so that way I can figure it out. Because otherwise, <laughs> I'll just walk around aimlessly and I will not know what to do. Well, doesn't it it's tell like, you what to do? Mm-mm. No, like to an extent, like it'll be like fine, you know, like get this thing, find this thing, but it doesn't tell you where to find it. Oh, yeah, or like make this, and it doesn't tell you what you need to make, like those kinds of things. (laughs) It's really stupid, but I like it a lot. It's one of my favorite ones. (laughs) Oh, as long as you can look it up, what's next? Yeah, it's honestly actually really hard to find. Um, find plays of it you can you can find plays but it's like the same people show up like i don't think it's like that well known of a game (laughs) or at least not that commonly played by people who are willing to post on the internet that's really fun i like it (laughs) but i just that just made me think of like the ghosts in the hotel and then i'm like oh maybe maybe that's like what's happening at this hotel is they're all yeah. Being, uh, being you know, annoying. being dictated by the leader ghost. And yeah, like playing their part. Well, he Maybe likes to annoy the other ghost. Uh, he pushes himself in front of the ghostly gathering at the Chelsea Hotel. Uh, when spirits are aware that a live person can hear or see them, it is then that the ghosts become storytellers. Larry the hipster ghost never really give any other ghost chance to share their story, but Larry the hipster ghost has a critical message to relay. And it just says, according to Larry the hipster ghost, everything inside the Chelsea Hotel is real. Walk outside the hotel doors and you enter into an illusion. Also, Larry the hipster ghost tells us that there is indeed something underground at the hotel. Long, long before the Chelsea Hotel was built, there is some power that is the genesis of the hotel's creative power. And lastly, Larry the Hipster Ghost has an important message. How one conducts themselves at the Chelsea Hotel is what's important. Not just the art, but one lives their life at the Chelsea Hotel. And that's the end of my story. Do you want to hear my story? Sure, I'll hear your story. Mine's mini. Mine's just a little one. Um, we're gonna be going on a train, so I have a ghost train story. I like trains. So does yeah, I like I like ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been on a train, so I cannot make that decision yet. But mine's the Abraham Lincoln's funeral train, which I thought was super interesting. So. April 19th, 1865, the train left the station and it was his funeral train. So they, you know, they uh, went on an adventure to go through 
um, different communities so that way everybody could basically say goodbye to him after he was assassinated. Mm-hmm. And um, there was like like thousands of people, hundreds of thousands of people, I think I said. That might have been an exaggerated number a little bit, what I just said. But there was a lot of people because they went like all over the place. Um, and uh, so what people have said, though, is that the train tends to repeat its route annually um, and just retrace its first route. Um, They say that if you were to hang out along the rail lines um, that that were originally part of the train's itinerary, then you might see a black steam engine with fire belching from its smokestack glide eerily down the line. That is cool. Can you just picture it? Like... A movie yeah. backdrop, like just picturing it like in the background, it's actually kind of spooky. It just gave me a chill. The thing is, could you see the train? Is it like a full train or like a? They're saying it's a black steam engine, so you can definitely probably make out the shape of it, and then you can see like the oh. smokestack. Um, so witnesses say this is the part that I thought was extra cool. So witnesses say that if you look through the window, you can see the president's coffin is laid out and a group of Union soldiers, which some people describe as ghosts and others describe them as skeletons, keep watch over the coffin. So if you see through the window, you just see mm-hmm. an army of skeletons watching over the coffin. <laughs> That's really creepy. I know. And then, like, they also, like, they're saying that, like, his train, you know, repeats its its annual trip, but, or its trip annually. But a lot of people say that Lincoln himself is um, haunting uh, the White House. What isn't haunting the so, White House is the more important question. And was, yeah. But, like, he they, they said that he, like... He supposedly saw his death coming a lot. Like he I was think I heard just of that. always envisioning his own death. Yeah, they said like it was like he would have a vision and it would be of his own death. And so he like he was like always kind of being taunted with it or like knew it was coming or or whatever he thought about it. But like people would mention him being like really tired about it because like I'm sure that'd be really draining. And then like. He, um, I mean, obviously he was right. His death came, but um, I remember. We should do I a story I on that next read, time. Like, do yeah, something because more I depth. have heard of that, and then I have heard that he did see his death, but then you know it's supposed to happen. I mean, it's meant to happen. Because I mean, if you see your death when you try yeah. to avoid it, maybe, but. I think it was supposed to happen. Yeah. Well, the the one thing that, like, I kind of read was basically, like, Liz Carpenter, the press secretary to Lady Bird Johnson, uh, told author John Alexander that Mrs. Johnson believed she'd felt Lincoln's presence one spring evening while watching a television oh. program about his death. She noticed a plaque she'd never seen before hanging over the fireplace. It mentioned Lincoln's importance in the room in some way. Mrs. Johnson admitted feeling a strange coldness and a decided sense of unease. Oh. Um, and then this disquieting apprehension has been felt by others. Um, 
Grace Coolidge is the wife of Calvin Coolidge, the 30th president, was the first person to report having actually seen the ghost of Abraham Lincoln. She said he stood at a window of the Oval Office, hands clasped behind his back, gazing out over the Potomac, perhaps still seeing the bloody battlefields oh. beyond. So I that those two paragraphs are taken straight from history.com. Yeah. Like they're yeah. you know <laughs> they're kind of implying to me that he um might just be there reliving it like for him to like like for for them to like comment on the way his eyes looked and everything like it kind of just like i don't know made it sound like he's like watching everything that yeah. happened during his time still happening because he led the like he was the leader during that war i think i read so yeah I'm I'm thinking he probably was like still living in that war, but that's my story. Little weekend. You know the other story that we should also do is the hotels at the white. I was at the White House. There's a hotel. Oh, sorry, the ghost at the White House. Oh yeah, we could definitely probably dig into that a little more. Yeah, there's a lot of things. I don't think I've. Oh, I know there's a lot of ghosts in the White House. Yeah. Okay, so that is our story stories for today. What else to say? Thanks for listening. Oh yeah, thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> we do have an email. If anybody wants to send us a story, it's just coolmoregirls.com or sorry, no, coolmoregirls at gmail.com. And you can send in your stories from ghosts, really anything that you want us to read. Yeah, we're not limited. We'll do ghosts if there's true crime you want to talk about, a conspiracy theory that you have. Anything. We're interested. Yeah. A cult. Cult's a good one, too. (laughs) Aliens. Aliens. Bigfoot. Yeah. I'm not sure about Bigfoot, though. You don't don't believe in Bigfoot? Uh, I don't know. Do you? I don't be- I don't believe that there's only one Bigfoot. Like I don't believe that there is a Bigfoot. I don't know if there is a Bigfoot, even just one. There would have to be there would have to be a family of Bigfoots. <laughs> I'm sure a lot. There would have to be a mommy and a daddy and a baby Bigfoot. <laughs> the baby Bigfoots. Can you? It'd be so cute. That would be, <laughs> and terrifying. I feel like they're like. I feel like Bigfoot would probably be some sort of like man, like evolution, like like a pause in evolution. That like just before forward. us, but after like monkeys. No, I don't. Well, know. Cause, well like because we were monkeys, yeah. right? And then like, what if it was like evolution like if there was like a fork in the road yeah and we went this way and then bigfoot went this oh, way oh i got gotcha. so like he's human-esque but also monkey-esque <laughs> and like is just basically like <laughs> what what if he's just like more monkey you know like a like a human but more monkey yeah more gorilla yeah or something like that and doesn't talk. I don't think. 
Um, I feel like he'd be Cave Manny, but yeah. Anyway, that was a di- that's a different episode. <laughs> okay, so that's it for now. Um, we'll see you next time. For stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> mm-hmm. okay. Bye.